sourcing for innovation, making sense of the rapidly changing worlds of artificial intelligence, workforce development, and digital transformation. Yes, this is the Sourcing for Innovation podcast, episode 19. My name is Adam Curtis. Joining me on the phone today, Rob Mansell, the Chief Technical Officer at Catalyte. Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, Adam. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation on mentoring. I know this is something that um, is a real passion for you that you've done at just about every company you've been through. You've spoken about this publicly. You were really into making sure that people within an organization are supported from the highest rung of the organization down to people uh, just joining and everywhere in between. So before we get into some of the nitty gritty, you know, give me your perspective on you know, why mentoring is so important to you and then why mentoring and mentoring programs should be such a high priority for companies. You're spot on. It, uh, it matters to me. It, it's as plain as that. I've found it to be a, a, a real differentiator um, uh, within companies if applied correctly. The great thing about mentoring, you know, it's you, you have training, you have coaching, and you have mentoring. But mentoring, you know, enables uh, the mentee to be coached, if you like, uh, on problems that they're encountering, encountering on a day-to-day basis. It's it's the true value of just-in-time training, uh, and, and just-in-time training means that you've you've already got questions in your mind, uh, problems you're running into, and your mentor then can answer them uh, very quickly, and it's uh, the, the the answers are much more pertinent. So in your mind there, the big distinction between those three, coaching, training, and mentoring, would be what? Let's start with training. Training is more curriculum-based. It's actually getting a skill, a base skill imparted uh, to the student. Um, And once they have that skill, uh, then you can have coaches that uh, coach them over time to improve that skill, to make it make them higher performing in that skill and that's like a, a coach whether it's sports coach or whether it's in IT whether it's focusing on development in IT specifically but mentoring a lot of a lot of people look at mentoring as uh, they limit it to career development but the way i look at mentoring is is broader more broad than that it's it's more about riding on the shoulders of giants, if you like, rather than coming in and saying, I am going to learn um, through my mistakes, then first off, it'd be great if somebody would share their mistakes with you so you could ride on their shoulders and not have to repeat their mistakes, but make your own from there on forward. And so you become, you become, uh, you surpass the teacher, if you like. That's how I view mentoring. I think that makes a lot of sense in, um, especially an IT organization where you should have a large historical knowledge base. So people have been there, they've done that, they've seen these things, they've resolved those issues, they've put those bugs to rest. So to be able to share that knowledge before the next person just does the same thing over again would seem to be um, very helpful for any IT organization. Uh, absolutely, and and that's the true value of it. But I have to say, I've come across many companies, um, especially from about the year 2000 onwards, as you know, development moved to, more towards front-end development, um, or, or the demand for skills re- moved more towards front-end development than than back-end. 
and so as a whole new world was created, uh, you know, moving away from mainframes to server-based uh, architectures and so forth, whole companies, especially in the Valley, you know, where I spent the last 25 years, young startup companies that then blossomed into huge giants. And the staff was young, management was young, a manager might have two years experience. And so you walk into these companies and you look at the systems that had been, well, some not architected, but a lot of these systems, and they lacked, you clearly lacked mentorship, uh, the, the, the staff, because they, uh, in large part, um, recreated the same problems that were created up to 30 years prior at the beginning of computing and creating big systems, they had no one to ask uh, or, that, or they didn't listen to people that had experience. And so they recreated um, systems with the underpinning of problems that had been solved decades before. Um, and so there's been a huge cost to the industry and uh, and that's what I would like to see us uh, sort of stop that uh, that bleed and listen to people that have made mistakes before and uh, build on that from there. Now, how do you convince, you know, the newest, quote unquote, unicorn company to do that, to bring in someone outside that they might see as sort of stodgy or of yesteryear? You know, they're not out there, quote unquote, innovating or bringing something new to the market like me, young, hotshot, upstart entrepreneur is. How do you build in, I guess, almost a factor of trust to have someone come in in those situations from the outside to be able to become a mentor or to come in and set up a mentoring program within a younger company? Good point. Uh, And it's not easy. I mean, it has to start at the top from the CEO down. There has to be a respect for experience. Um, at the same time, there has to be a respect for uh, for innovation and new creation. And when you're talking on the product side, the product development, new product, envisioning new product um, that customers might not even know that they need yet, um, that is new. Um, that Yes, there's methodology around that, but it's not as imperative that uh, experience come to the table um, to explain all the mistakes that have been made over the years. Um, innovation, uh, you know, companies need an innovation wing, you know, fail fast approach, it's, it's very valuable. But as far as architecting, you know, more behind the scenes, more back end um, systems, you know, how do you treat data across the enterprise and so forth, there's a lot of hard lessons learned over decades. Um, and for a, for a CEO with, like you say, a new unicorn company, uh, coming in and, and who realizes the benefit of mentoring needs to uh, lift and put on a pedestal um, experience, especially, like I say, back end. And uh, so people start to get respect for uh, that behavior of listening to that have made mistakes before, uh, you know, sort of before you jump, <laughs> go talk with somebody that's done it before. If it's seen to be done at the highest levels of management, uh, where they themselves are getting mentored by others in the industry, um, it's okay, right? It's it's not a lessening of your worth. It's it's somebody who realizes they don't know any everything, and uh, they can ask others uh, for their experience, and so the two combined uh, has a great result. Now, a lot of the aspects you've talked about so far are very technical, so technical mentoring. 
for more soft skills or for bringing someone along in their career or for building up um, more of an intrapersonal how to work on teams aspect. Are there different ways to set up a separate mentoring program for that? Or do you have one program that really encompasses both the hard and the soft skills inside an organization? I, I generally go with one because it has to, you know, everything you mentioned there are all uh, uh, very key to what uh, makes or what constitutes um, sort of closer to the ideal developer, if you like, whether it's a developer or, you know, uh, somebody in program management office or architecture, whatever that might be, uh, QA, um, the combination is what's hard to get, uh, you know, the soft skills, the uh, ability to listen, you know, somebody with a great ear, um, the personality to be able to take the stress uh, that some of the, these jobs, especially looking at production systems, um, requires. So it's this mix, and, and underpinning all that, you know, is that that technical know-how, that uh, cognitive agility that you need um, to be good in this space. But uh, I would do it with one mentoring program because it does have to exist in each person uh, to the right extent. And so to have men, and you need various mentors, but the one programming, the one mentor program uh, to, you know, and that's the beauty of having different mentors over time uh, is because you get the different perspectives of people. You hear their journey. And uh, some of those mentors will have run into challenges themselves, whether it be in soft skills um, or in technical skills. And hearing, you know, each mentee, hearing the story of a mentor uh, and how they have overcome it, um, they can then uh, adopt a mix. You know, they can pull the best of the, each uh, approach together and create their own uh, that suits their own personality. That's what I find to be the benefit. Now, that sounds like more of a informal way to do it. Is there a formalized structure that you, you know, have worked with in the past or recommend putting in the place from the beginning to keep up a, a steady um, changeover in the mentor-mentee relationship, uh, almost the standard I wouldn't say necessarily curriculum, but checklist of things that a mentee and mentor should go over, and then any sort of business outcomes that should be baked into such a program. It's sort of it sounds uh, counterintuitive, I know, to say that you know on one hand you want mentoring to be uh, more conversational, uh, with banter back and forth, uh, and people telling their story, and that's true. However, in the tech industry in particular. Uh, as opposed to a lot of other industries, not everybody is uh, ideally suited to the types of mentoring conversations that you would want to bring it to an ease of relationship creation and banter back and forth. And so you have to put a structure around it to a degree to ensure that the, the that effective mentoring is actually happening, um, that somebody doesn't, that a mentor doesn't prioritize their current deliverables on their plate, you know, project-related, for instance, over their mentoring responsibilities, it really comes down to uh, caring about people, and uh, you do need a structure around it, to, like I said, to ensure it's happening and to ensure the right aspects of it uh, are happening. Um, structure also around 
uh, like we created the mentor match uh, internal uh, app we have it's sort of like a, a dating service if you like where as a mentee you can look at the mentors that are available and and uh, select or ask you know a mentor uh, through this tool to be your mentor uh, and same with mentors they can choose you know mentees it also tracks uh, you know what's being done in a mentor mentee relationship uh, what you, you want to set goals to start with because even though you want the conversations to be um, very uh, natural and at ease uh, you do want outcomes and you want it to be measurable, right? However, you don't want too much rigor because then it becomes too much like a curriculum, sure. right? You just need a structure around it to ensure it's happening, it's happening with quality um, because there is a an aspect of mentoring the mentor as well, sort of mentor training that we have um, because, again, especially in the IT industry, not everybody is ideally suited to these sorts of one-on-one -on -one conversations. And so we want to ensure that mentees um, who may have a mentor that's not really good at it yet uh, isn't suffering and they're getting the right mentorship. So structure, you know, its framework is good, but uh, when it comes down to the actual conversation, that needs to be an easy uh, conversation of a mentor telling their story. That was exactly going to be my next question. How do you mentor the mentors? Um, related to that, it's more, I guess, the, uh, the question of how to get people to care about mentoring. This might be part of that mentoring the mentor process, but for that level, people who are sort of on the um, the more experienced end of it, and then for those who are coming in who, again, may be a little bit hotshot or may be a little bit uh, withdrawn and just want to be left alone to do their work, how do you show them the value of something that is definitely uh, a long game? It's very important. The company, if they care about effective mentoring, um, it is truly at its base, it's truly about caring for people. Treat others as you would have others treat you uh, is at the base of it, right? So all levels of management have to show by examples that they truly care, right? You have to focus on the natural uh, you know, conversation, the ease of conversation. It should be enjoyable for both parties. Um, and the sharing of your own journey, uh, telling your story and what to do, what not to do and why, it can be fun. And it should be looked on, you know, when that one-on-one -on -one mentoring session is coming up that day, it should, people should be looking forward to it. Um, and if you, can, if you can create that, then it uh, enables uh, everybody to get on board. Those that aren't really um, a natural fit for this, can get there over time because it can be fun. They've got to be able to look forward to it. So I think the example set at the top, um, it's got to be spoken about in forums, open forums, all hands and so forth. Uh, people pulled out by name to say what a great job they're doing with mentoring. In some cultures, the role of teacher is the highest role you can get. Carries a lot of respect and same with mentor within a company. You know, and that starts with it being spoken about in open forums. Now, you've, again, instituted these programs at several companies over your career. During that time period, have you seen any sort of shift or change or differences in style in mentoring between generations, both in terms of how mentors give uh, mentorship, how mentees receive it? Are there different expectations now about the mentoring process than there used to be? It's been very obvious, actually. Um, in 
decades gone by, uh, you would find it more uh, a mentor would be somebody that would periodically be looking over, say, a developer or a project manager's shoulder, um, uh, guiding them, uh, you know, sort of giving them that uh, virtual or maybe real slap upside of the head to say, well, you don't do it that way, you do it this way, and they'll explain why. In in more recent times, especially uh, with some of the startup companies in the valley, what I've seen, um, you know, a lot of hiring of you know the best and brightest from the best colleges around the world, um, and the first becomes too much uh, like teaching, you know, where the mentoring session is um, laid out very strictly. Um, there is a there are books to review, to read, and review. There uh, um, they talk about you know. Uh, understanding across because you know this author said that that author said it this keynote speaker um, you know mentioned this uh, it seems to be all about what the mentor has seen you know out there in the media that um, they're trying to teach the mentee rather than uh, talking about their own experience and where they've screwed up themselves, um, where the mentee doesn't have to screw up, uh, because I'll tell you why not. I'll tell you how to do it, um, and, and that's a, there's been a trend to to become a little too formal in my view, and uh, the mentoring not to be about um, learnt experience, uh, and that's a shame. You know, it's. Uh, if you look at it, it's it's passing on a legacy, and that's through the mentorship. So that, like I've said so many times, that people don't have to make the same mistakes again. If you were to look at American Indians or Australian Aboriginals and uh, the storytelling that is done and the passing, you know, on of history through storytelling, um, that's how a mentorship should happen. Now, Catalyte, that takes on some extra importance given the way in which we find talent, many of whom have come to us from non-traditional backgrounds, non-technical backgrounds. So they might not have that institutional knowledge coming into Catalyte. So I know that I've heard you say in the past that Catalyte is basically one big mentoring program. Can you expand on that a little bit? The secret source to growing impressive engineering talent uh, especially from scratch, is a focused on-the-job sustained period of mentoring, right? And that's that's what our program is, right? So, you know, you have coding schools, for instance, where you can do, you know, uh, rigorous tr- short training, and then you're shipped into the corporate world for a company, um, and you have to, you know, survive. That doesn't seem to work. It hasn't worked in the past uh, very well, whereas... Our program, the secret source is uh, even following that rigorous, you know, 20 weeks of training that we do. The real secret source is we go into a period of 12 months to 24 months, uh, hands-on uh, work on Fortune 500 company projects uh, with mentors. And the mentoring uh, cocoon is an agile team, where those with more experience at the top of the pyramid of the the Agile team are the mentors of the juniors that are uh, part of that team. And they ensure that the right level of work uh, is handed to the juniors um, and they're guided and mentored uh, and and there's an overview of everything they do uh, and code reviews and so forth. So that mentoring uh, is just a wonderful combination of real-world 
experience. So as the, the junior is experience, experiencing for the first time what doing real projects is about on, uh, on client, um, they have the uh, protection, if you like, of the more experienced people in the scrum team uh, protect them from the corporate world than um, politics that can happen there, uh, allow them to get their work and as this, this protected period of uh, 18 to 24 months um, of mentoring and, and it's just like gold and if you bring together the initial training to get the base skills in place and then the mentoring on real live projects uh, for that period of time and the hunger that our students bring to the table because they were, they've got this cognitive agility that was sort of undiscovered before and you bring that together, it's a recipe for success and it works so well. And we've seen the progress throughout our Catalyze careers. They move up and out of that sort of mentor, excuse me, mentee phase and they become mentors. There really is um, a positive group mentality to pass it forward or, or pass it, uh, play it forward, I should say. Very much so. And, and I can think back to how the millions of dollars that have been spent in companies I've worked in in trying to create a culture, certain culture or change a culture to a better culture and the level of sophistication that goes into that. Um, I come to work at Catalyte and it dawns on me pretty quickly that uh, because of the wonderful culture here at Catalyte, all as I should have been doing all of that time prior was focusing on hiring people who care to mentor others. Um, and if you do that and focus on that one thing as you hire people from the market, um, if those people are interested in mentoring others, telling their story, being open with their own screw-ups over time, uh, you've got somebody, one, that cares about others, uh, two, uh, is not shy to say they've screwed up, and they are interested in the furtherment, in the betterment of uh, you know those more junior to them. The While that does wonders for the our, our graduates coming out of training, uh, it just overall, as a company, creates a wonderful culture. And I, I can name a lot of companies that have spent a lot of time and money trying to create a culture, uh, and it's too sophisticated and it, and it doesn't work, whereas it's all about people, of course, and uh, finding people that are interested in mentoring others seems to be the underpinning of a great culture. Well, if mentoring is about sharing your mistakes, I think myself and maybe you too, Rob, will be probably some of the best mentors in the world. We had a lot to share. <laughs> that is so true. So, Rob Mansell, Chief Technical Officer of Catalyte, thank you so much for this conversation on mentoring. 